Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk a little bit about pain and injuries. I'm going to talk about the things that don't feel right with your body after you do something uh, like go for a run and maybe you run too long or maybe you fall down. These are the kinds of things that you will probably talk about if you go to the doctor. So, this is a really good lesson if you want to learn how to explain what's wrong with you when you're in the doctor's office or when talking to someone uh, at a doctor's office like a nurse. So, I'll talk about things like scrapes and bruises and uh, all of those kinds of things. Before we get started though, I just wanna do a little check here to make sure everything is working well. It sounds like the audio is working good. I do wanna say hi to everyone who is here. It was fun chatting before the live stream started but I did have a little technical glitch and I had to reboot my computer. So, Hopefully, everything keeps working well. Hi to Julia. Hi to Lolly Lolly. Hi to Norma. Brent from American English. Anuat. James is here. Mihay is here. I see Natalia Illusion is here as well. Modine, uh, Manfred and so many other regular names. Good to see all of you. Um let me just get started here. Let me do one more check to make sure things seem to be working good. I'll do one more audio check. I see Arone talk Italian with Arone is saying all good. Hopefully, he's saying the stream is all good but he might be saying he's all good as well. Let's get started. When you go to the doctor, when you go to see a doctor because something is wrong with you, please notice the phrases that I'm using. We go to the doctor when something is wrong with us, okay? Maybe you have a headache. Maybe something else is wrong with you. Usually, one of the first things the doctor will ask is where does it hurt? So, if you've gone to the doctor because of an injury, an injury is something like when you fall and break your arm or when you hit your head in a car accident, we would say you have an injury. The doctor will most often say, where does it hurt? He might say something or she might say something like, um what can I do for you today or um what seems to be the problem? Those are other common questions as well but generally, if you go in because you have pain, the doctor is going to say, where does it hurt? And then you will point to the part of your body that hurts. It's a very common question. Um I wanna go over three words though. Um I wanna go over the word sore, the word hurt and the word pain, okay? Because each of these is used in a couple of ways. When you are sore, it means that you have pain somewhere, okay? So, you could answer the doctor and say, I have a sore elbow. So, this is your elbow. You could say, I have a sore elbow. You could also say, my elbow is sore. If the doctor says, where does it hurt? You could say, I have a sore knee or you could say, my knee is sore, okay? So, there's two ways to form phrases with the word sore, you know? Uh where does it hurt? My finger is sore or I have a sore finger. Um when you talk about hurt, you can use this a number of ways. Actually, three ways. You could say things like I hurt my knee. You could say my knee is hurt or well, sorry. There's really only two ways. I messed up a little bit there. You would definitely say things like I hurt my knee. I was out running and I hurt my knee um or my knee hurts. So, two ways to use uh the word hurt as well. Um actually, there is three because you could say my knee is hurting. My arm is hurting. That's a little more rare but you could definitely say that as well. So, I hurt my I'm pointing here. This is your elbow. This isn't your knee. I hurt my knee. My knee is hurt or I my knee is hurting. Um definitely another way to describe pain that you are having. And then we'll talk about the word pain itself. Pain is when there's a part of your body that just doesn't feel right. It's it feels wrong. It hurts. It's sore. You're in pain. Hopefully, if I use those words, you understand what I mean. If I hit my head really hard, I'll have some pain. In my last video, um I slapped my face pretending there was a mosquito there but I did it I had to do it seven times because I wasn't happy with it and then I had a lot of pain on my face from slapping my face. That wasn't a good idea but it was funny. Um anyways, the word pain as well. You could say this. Um I have back pain. You could say I have a pain in my back, okay? So, you have two ways again of describing where you have pain. So, to go back, you could say I have a sore back. You could say my back is sore. 
You could say I hurt my back. You could say my back hurts. Notice I'm talking about the back now. And you could say I have a pain in my back or there is pain in my back. I have back pain. Sorry. I have back pain or I have pain in my back. So, let's talk about some words that we say when we hurt ourselves. We often say things like ouch. So, ouch is something that you exclaim when you hurt yourself. If you were to accidentally um let's see bump your head, you would say ouch. You might also say ow. So, if I let me see. I don't wanna hurt myself here. Um let's uh so, I'm not (laughs) I always try to I always like to give visual examples. If I was to punch myself in the head, I would say ow, that hurt. If I was to punch myself in the head, I could say ouch, that hurt. Don't punch yourself in the head. It's it's not a very wise thing to do. Anyways, there's two words that you can use to express pain. You could say ow or you can say ouch. Those two both work equally well. Um again, I do wanna just uh pause for let me just check something here for a sec. Nope, we're good. I do wanna just pause for a minute and say welcome to the 274 people watching. This is an English lesson about pain and injuries. Um things that just don't feel right um after you hurt yourself. Um so, here are a few things that you can do that will cause pain, okay? I sometimes stub my toe. When you stub your toe, Let's pretend my hand is my foot. It's when you hit your foot against something hard. Maybe you hit it against a fence. Maybe you hit it against a rock. Maybe you stub your toe going up a stairs. Maybe the steps aren't the size you're used to and you hit so if you hit your toe against something, we say that you stubbed your toe. Sometimes when you stub your toe, you can break your toe. (laughs) So, uh, a long time ago, I stubbed my toe so hard outside that I actually broke my toe and I had to go to the doctor because I had a broken toe. I don't wanna be too descriptive but if this was my foot, my little toe looked like this. It was not straight anymore. So, when you stub your toe, it means you hit your foot against something uh and your toe really, really hurts. So, stub your toe. Um when you are walking, or running or hiking, you might twist your ankle. So, when you twist your ankle, you can see in the picture here, it's when your foot turns in a way that it's not meant to turn, okay? Maybe again, maybe you step on a rock and your foot goes like this and you twist your ankle. Maybe you're just running really fast on a flat surface and then you go onto an uneven surface and you twist your ankle. Uh when you twist your ankle, it's not very fun. Um I twisted my ankle once when I was really young playing baseball. I was sliding into second base and I twisted my ankle and then I was on crutches for a while. So, when you twist your ankle, it means you hurt. So, that's the part between your leg and your foot, right? You guys know your body parts? Should I do a lesson on body parts? I should have done that before this lesson maybe. Oh well, I think you know what your ankle is but you can twist your ankle. When you hurt your back, we often use the phrase to throw out your back. Maybe you're lifting something really heavy. When you lift something really heavy, you sometimes can throw out your back. When you throw out your back, it means you suddenly have pain in your back. Um I see Brent saying, I kicked a cement pool while playing with my children and I broke my toe. (laughs) It's not fun when you break your toe. That is painful. It's just a little toe but it's very painful. Um so, you can have pain in your back. You can have a sore back but generally, people will say um so, where does it hurt? And you would respond by saying, oh, I threw out my back. I was lifting something really heavy yesterday and I threw out my back. So, Notice I went to the past tense there but when you throw out your back, it means you have back pain maybe because you turned too fast while holding something heavy or maybe you were lifting something heavy. Um just give me one sec here. I'm gonna pull up my slides. I don't have them on the screen over here. Where are they? Just takes me a minute to see where I am. Oh, we're doing good. Um sometimes you'll have a kink in your neck. So, when you have a kink in your neck, maybe you're staring at your computer all day and your head is in the same position 
and you start to get some pain in your neck because you've held your head the same way all day. We would call that a kink in your neck and then sometimes you do things like this to try to get the kink out of your neck. Um it's not fun to have a kink in your neck. I sometimes get a kink in my neck when I'm driving the tractor because I have to look behind me um while I'm driving. Um when you do field work on a farm, you're always looking behind you and then you get a kink in your neck. You you start to have a bit of a sore neck because you're looking behind you so much. Um sometimes you might get eye strain. So, eye strain is when your eyes are sore. Usually, this happens to me when I stare at my computer screen all day. Right now, because I'm teaching from home, I am on my computer all day and I get a little bit of eye strain. I try to wear my reading glasses. I got a new pair. How do they look? I try to wear my reading glasses as much as possible um because that stops me from getting eye strain. But eye strain is when um it's almost like having a little bit of a headache because your eyes are sore usually from staring at a screen or from reading all day. Um let me see here. You might also get an earache. So, you might be going to the doctor because your your ear just hurts inside. You have a really bad earache and if the doctor said where does it hurt or what can I help you with today? You could say oh doc. I don't say doc. You could say doc though. You could say oh doctor. See, I I just call my doctor by his first name but you could say oh, I have an earache. So, if you have a sore ear, if you have pain in your ear, if your ear hurts, you would say I have an earache. Um hey folks, let's look at a few questions. I have to find my mouse here. Let's look at a few questions. I haven't looked at questions yet. Let me see uh what questions we have right now. Just give me a moment here and I will pull them up. Uh let's see here. So, this is from Rod. Rod says, good morning, Bob. I wonder what's the difference between ache and pain? Thank you. Stay safe. Have a great Friday. So, we don't use the word ache a lot. We use it in words like headache, earache, toothache. So, in those words, we use the word ache but we don't usually use the word ache in everyday English. It means the same as pain. Like, you could say, oh, I have a lot of aches and pains but we generally, at least in my part of Canada, use the words sore, pain uh, and I forgot the other one. We use the words sore, pain and hurt. There we go. You could say, uh, I have an ache in my elbow but it won't sound very current. It sounds kind of old-fashioned. Um but again, we do say toothache, earache um and those kinds of things. So, great question though, Rod. Let's see here. So, Ukra says, hi, have you had a broken bone ever? What is the difference between tablet and pill? Yes, I broke my wrist once. So, when I was in elementary school, when I was in grade school, that's what we call it in Canada. I was in grade four or five. I fell off the teeter-totter That's a toy where a kid sits at each end and goes up and down and I broke my wrist. So, I had a cast because I broke my wrist as a child. Um and then the difference between a tablet and pill, you know, almost every kind of medicine you take, we would call a pill but a tablet is usually like more like an oval shaped. It's kind of hard to describe but pill is the general term for medicine you take uh, with your mouth. Um let's see here. Modine. Hi, how you how have you been, Mr. Bob? Good. Missed your vids but I'm glad that I can watch them again. My question, what was the most painful injury you've ever had? What did the experience feel like? Thanks. So, I went bowling about 10 years ago. I went bowling. So, bowling is when you have a big heavy ball and you roll it down an aisle to knock down pins and I hurt my knee. I had a sore knee the next morning. Uh and I tore something in my knee. That was the most painful injury I've ever had. I didn't have any pain while I was bowling. It happened just the next morning I felt the pain but it was not a very nice feeling. By the way, I do wanna welcome the 400 people who are watching. This is an English lesson on the topic of pain and injuries. So, we're talking a little bit about the things you might say if you went to the doctor if you had a part of your body that was sore. So, welcome. It's good to have you here. 
Uh, let's see here. Mehmet says, what kind of health insurance do you have in Canada? So, in Canada, we pay a lot of taxes to the government and because we pay a lot of taxes, we have free healthcare. It does not cost money to go to the doctor in Canada. A few years ago, I had heart surgery. It cost me zero dollars, okay? But you do have to remember that we do pay a lot more taxes in Canada than you would pay in countries that don't have healthcare. So, we don't have health insurance. In the United States, you often have health insurance through your place of work and that's what helps pay for your medical expenses. In Canada, it is free to see the doctor. It is free to go to the hospital but we do pay a lot more taxes for that. Um and also, medicine is not free in Canada. You do still need to pay for medicine and you do still pay to go to the dentist by the way, just so you know. Let's see here. Um Yo-Yo says, did you get hurt when you were a child? Come to Taiwan. Yes, one time as a child, a cow fell on my leg. (laughs) I grew up on a farm. So, once when I was a child, a cow fell on my leg uh, and I hurt my leg uh, because of that. So, um, not a bad injury but I did have an injury as a child where a cow fell on my leg. That's kind of, that's a long story. I should tell that story in my next Wednesdays with Bob video. Uh Ruslan, hello teacher Bob. No questions today. Sir, I wish you to be healthy and prosperous. Thank you for the great lessons. Best wishes from Russia. No problem, Ruslan. And that is kind of related to the lesson, right? Wishing that me to be healthy and prosperous. So, thank you for that. Uh let me see here. Isam says, good morning, teacher Bob. How are you? What's the difference between remedy and cure and treatment and the plaster from the bandage? You are a great role model to me. So, a remedy is anything that fixes what's wrong with you. Uh a cure is anything that fixes what's wrong with you and a treatment uh would be the things you do to fix what's wrong with you, right? So, if the doctor said take these pills for 10 days, that would be the treatment, okay? Um and I'll talk a little bit more about what we call a cast and bandages later, Eason. So, we'll go uh from there. Let me jump back to the slides though. Let's get this lesson rolling. Um I do wanna welcome the 433 people who are watching. So fun to see all of you. This is an English lesson about what ails you. That's an old way to say an English lesson about pain and injuries and things that go wrong with our bodies. So, we had a question about the word ache from Rod. So, you can see I have ear ache. I have headache. Headache is probably the most common kind of pain that people have. You end up uh you work all day and you get a headache. Sometimes when you look at a computer screen all day, you get eye strain but you also get a headache. You wouldn't necessarily go to the doctor for a headache. You would probably just take what are called painkillers. You would take Advil or Tylenol or ibuprofen or aspirin or something like that or you might just have a nap, okay? Um I don't have a slide here for toothache but we also mentioned toothache when one of your teeth hurts. When your teeth hurt, you wouldn't go to the doctor. You would book an appointment at the dentist. You would go to the dentist and the dentist would figure out what's wrong with you. By the way, in Canada, when you go to the doctor's office, we call the doctor a doctor. When you go to the dentist's office, you call the dentist a doctor as well, okay? So, a dentist in Canada is a type of doctor. A really bad headache is called a migraine. I had migraine headaches for a little bit when I was in university. There was about a month or two where I had headaches that were so bad, I could hardly see and you would call that a migraine. So, a migraine is a severe headache. A really, really bad headache is called a migraine. I think I had migraines because I was still I was only 17 or 18 years old and I think I was still growing. When you're still growing, you can have uh pain in various parts of your body as you grow. I think that's why I had migraine migraines. Uh let me see here. Uh sometimes you bite your tongue. Sometimes when you're eating food, you'll you'll bite your tongue. Um you wouldn't necessarily go to the doctor for this but this is something you could do that uh something you might do that hurts and causes pain. 
So, you might be sitting and eating with people and all of a sudden you might go, ow or you might go, ouch and someone will say, what's wrong? And you'll say, oh, I bit my tongue or oh, I bit my tongue. It's not a nice feeling. I don't bite my tongue very often but I think everyone at some point in their life bites their tongue here and there by accident. When you do something by accident, it means you didn't mean to do it. You might have a nosebleed or a bloody nose. So, this is another thing. It's not exactly pain. It's more of a mild injury but you might have hit your nose somewhere and your nose starts to bleed. So, you would get some tissues or Kleenex we call them in Canada uh to stop your nose from bleeding. It's actually common for some people in Canada and in other countries where we heat our houses in the winter the air becomes really dry in our houses and it can sometimes cause you to have a nosebleed sometimes. My daughter and myself sometimes we will have a nosebleed in the winter because your skin and the inside of your nose it gets really dry in the winter when you heat your houses. It's kind of a funny thing. All of my friends from Russia who live in uh the northern part of Russia where they have a good winter will understand what I'm saying. When you heat your house, the air gets dry. Sometimes you have a nosebleed or we also call it a bloody nose. Sometimes you get in a fight um or sometimes you accidentally get hit by something and your eye will turn black and we call this a black eye. Um you'll see this in the movies a lot. Someone will get punched in the movies and then the next day, they'll have a black eye. So, a black eye looks exactly like that. I actually got a black eye once. The dentist pulled a tooth from the top back of my mouth. I had a tooth pulled and a day or two later, I had a black eye because of the tooth. That's kind of weird. The dentist didn't punch me. There was no punching <laughs> there. That wasn't what happened but I think because of the tooth being pulled, it caused me to have a bit of a black eye. But normally, you get a black eye when uh something hits you or if you got in a fight, you shouldn't fight. You might get hit and get a black eye. Um let's see here. Um so, these are some general things you which would be more referred to as sickness or illness. You might have a sore throat. So, one of the symptoms of COVID is that people get a sore throat. When you have a sore throat, you you talk more like this. It's hard to talk. It's hard to talk when you have a sore throat. I sometimes get a sore throat if I talk too much during the week. I'll get a bit of a sore throat. Um you might oh sorry, let me look at my slides here. Nope, that's right. Um so, another injury that you can have is something called a concussion. Um a concussion is very common with athletes who play games that are rough. So, if you play soccer or football or rugby or hockey, if you play a sport where people physically hit each other, you are more prone to injuries. When you're prone to something, it means it's more likely to happen. One of the injuries that Uh, people who play those sports get is something called a concussion. It's when you hit your head so hard that your brain moves I think a little bit inside. I'm not a doctor but here's the picture. Um and then you um it's just not a very good thing. Boxers, so boxing is a type of fighting, also get concussions. So, it's an injury to the brain that's caused by hitting your head really hard or getting hit in the head really hard. So, not a good injury to have a concussion. Um you might have joint pain. So, this picture makes it look like joint pain is on the outside but joint pain is actually on the inside of your body. A joint is any part of your body that bends. So, your knuckles are a joint. Your wrist is a joint. Your elbow is a joint. Your shoulder is a joint. So, the parts of your body where the bones connect together, we call your joints. So, you have hip joints, knee joints, ankle joints, shoulder joints. Sometimes, you have joint pain. 
So, you might go to the doctor and the doctor will say, so, where does it hurt? And you could say, my shoulder hurts. I have joint pain. I have some joint pain in my shoulder um or my knuckle hurts. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing because it's such a small joint. My knuckle hurts. I have joint pain in my knuckles, okay? So, joint pain, again, the picture makes it look like it's on the outside but joint pain is actually on the inside of your body at one of the locations, you know, where your body bends, where it can flex. Um shortness of breath. So, this is another symptom of COVID by the way. Shortness of breath means normally I breathe in and out very easily. When you have shortness of breath, you you if you go up a stairs, if you climb a flight of stairs, at the top you might have to stop because you're like you're just breathing really shallow breaths and you're having trouble breathing. So, when you have shortness of breath, it's not a good sign, okay? So, normally you can breathe freely but sometimes you have what's called shortness of breath and it makes it difficult to breathe. Um your heart, uh usually you don't have heart pain unless you have a heart attack but you might have heart palpitations. That's when you can feel your heart beating in your chest and it might be beating irregularly or you might have a racing heart where your heart rate is really high and those might be reasons that you're at the doctor as well. The doctor might say, so, what can I help you with today? And you could say, oh, I've been having, you know, an irregular heartbeat or heart palpitations like where you can feel your heart beating really strongly or you might say my heart my heart has been racing for the last couple of days or hopefully it hasn't been a couple of days. That's a long time. But these are things that would be wrong with your heart. Um another normal thing to have is a fever. By the way, this is another symptom of COVID. So, if you have a fever, it means your body temperature is higher than normal, okay? So, if your body temperature is 39 or 40 degrees Celsius, you have a fever. Um I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. I apologize to those of you that use Fahrenheit. Um but a fever is not pleasant. You feel hot. You might feel cold when you have a fever. Even though your body is higher, even though your body temperature is higher than normal, you might actually feel cold. It's kind of a strange thing. Um a stomach ache is when your stomach hurts. Sometimes when you eat food, um you have a stomach ache because the food is bad. Sometimes you get a virus or a bacteria that causes your stomach to have pain and you have what's called a stomach ache. You can see the word ache used again here. Uh so, when you have a stomach ache, your stomach feels funny. It might cause you to throw up. That's when the food in your stomach comes back out of your mouth. Not pleasant. A stomach ache might also cause you to have what's called diarrhea where you're going to go and sit on the toilet and I'm not gonna describe that part but a stomach ache is a fairly normal thing to have. Um you might go to the doctor. The doctor will say uh so where does it hurt? And you might say oh, I just have a really bad stomach ache. Another thing people experience sometimes is dizziness. So, dizziness is when you know normally it's easy to stand and to walk. When you're dizzy, you you kind of you it's almost like you start to fall over sometimes. Like you're you're kind of like you want when you walk, you're like kind of going like this, wobbling a bit because it feels like the world is spinning around you. So, when you're dizzy, it's something in your brain and it feels like the world is spinning a little bit. Hey, let's go to let's do two things right now. Let me first of all Say hi to the 510 people watching. You guys are often. You guys are often. You guys are awesome. Sorry, I misspoke there. Uh I do also wanna flip the chat to members only for a little bit. Let me also just check my audio for a minute. I haven't done that for a while. Yes, there we go. So, two things are gonna happen now. First of all, I wanna thank all of the people who are members. Thank you for clicking that join button and supporting me. You're awesome. If you are a member, you can ask questions in the chat right now. Totally fine. Um and then secondly, I will be answering questions from everyone else as well. So, let me get the next question. Uh let's see here. 
Natalia, I wish you all good health. What body temperature is considered high enough for a person to be issued a sick leave in Canada? So, if you have a fever right now, you must stay home from work. Actually, in Canada right now, we're in a stay-at-home order in Ontario. So, we have to stay home no matter what but generally right now, if you have a fever, you would stay home. If you had a mild fever, if you were if you had a fever where it was only half a degree or one degree above normal, most people would simply take some ibuprofen or Advil and go to work anyways. Um it really depends. Uh let's see here. Norma says dizziness and vertigo. So, vertigo is a similar feeling. Uh vertigo is when you know, you've lost your balance and it feels like the world is spinning. It's a weird thing, Norma. I've only had it once. I had vertigo after I went on a roller coaster. It wasn't a nice feeling. Let's see. Annette says, in French, we say to a child, you bit your tongue so you're going to say a lie. Do you say the same in English? No, but I forgot to mention when we want someone to stop talking, we'll say, hey, bite your tongue. It's rude. It's informal. Sometimes parents say it to children when children are talking too much. They'll say, hey, bite your tongue um and it means to to stop talking or shut up. It's very direct and it's definitely rude. Uh, Ev Jenny says, hello, Sir Bob. Once I've been in Thailand and got a huge sunburn on my skin there. This physical pain was the most painful for me. What physical pain is the most painful in your opinion? Well, sunburns do not feel very good at all. It is so hard to sleep when you have a really bad sunburn. But I would say for me, um the worst pain for me is any pain that stops me from walking. So, when I had a sore knee or when I had a twisted ankle, I just hated that pain because I couldn't go for a walk. So, that's the kind of pain that I hate the most. Uh SEO Wu says, hi, Bob. Have you ever had a gro- had growing pains? Yes. So, as a child, I re- distinctly remember Like my legs hurting at certain points in my life and those are called growing pains. As children grow, usually there's no pain but sometimes you have a growth spurt. When a child has a growth spurt, it means they grow really fast over a couple months and sometimes it can hurt like their their arms and legs are growing so fast they can have growing pains. Uh let's see here. Anuat, hi teacher Bob, how are you doing? Is it okay to use the word tummy ache instead of stomach ache? Thanks. Yes, but usually children use that word, Anuat. Um usually kids will say, oh, I have a tummy ache. Adults usually say stomach ache. You could say tummy ache but tummy is kind of like the kid's word for stomach. So, I would definitely if I were you and you were at the doctor, I would say stomach ache. Yes. Although, you know, I could say that to the doctor. I could say, yeah, I have a bit of a tummy ache. Yeah, that'd be fine but it is it is mostly a kid's word. Uh Key Park, I have I'm having joint pain in my left shoulder nowadays. I don't know why. So, it's funny you say that Key Park because I've been having joint pain in this shoulder. So, I've been trying to exercise this shoulder and move it a lot uh to get rid of it but yeah, I have this funny weird joint pain in my shoulder right now. I don't know why. It's kind of neat that you have the same thing. Uh, I think as people get older, they have more joint pain. Pretty common. Lolly Lolly. He saw stars after that blow in French. Voir 36 chandelles. Yeah. So, when you get okay, I don't I don't fight. I don't know really know what it's like but in the movies when people get hit, sometimes they'll say they see stars after they get hit. So, for sure. In If you watch cartoons, cartoon characters sometimes have stars above their head after they get punched. Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. Mr. Bob, I consider lower back pain excruciating. I suffer from it. Yeah, so lower back pain is not good. Jen actually has back pain right now. It is not nice. It's so hard to just do the normal things of life when you have back pain. Not fun, Rod. Not fun. Julia, hi, dear teacher. What would you say about whether depends on the person. Have you ever had such issue? Let's see here. So, Julia, hi, teacher Bob. What would you say about are you talking maybe you're talking about the weather because some people feel pain when the weather changes. In Canada, when it's warm and then when it's starting to get cold, people sometimes feel it in their bones, Julia. I'm not sure if that's what you're asking but I have the ankle that I twisted when I was a kid and the knee that I injured uh, a while ago. They feel funny 
when there's cold weather coming. It's kind of interesting. I think that was your question but I'm not 100% sure. Uh let's see here. When you are injured, do you use plaster soon or do you cover nothing? So, plaster is used for casts if you have a broken bone. Um so, when you have a broken bone and I'll talk about this a bit later. Generally, you get an x-ray and if your bone is broken, you get a cast. It's kind of a I think I've had a cast once on this wrist. My daughter has had a cast on her knee or leg once. Um (laughs) here's Diego. Hi, dear teacher. Good morning. Here's my question. In English, when you get hurt, do you usually use bad words like the F word or another? Here in Argentina, we use bad words for this. Yes. The common example is if you're if you have a hammer and you're banging a nail in and you hit your thumb, people like me who don't usually swear day to day. I just don't swear. I don't I don't see the point of swearing. When I hit my thumb, you'll probably hear me say some bad words. So, I'll say ow and I'll say ouch and then I'll probably use a few swear words to express how I'm feeling as well. Um <laughs> I don't know about this one. Sorry, I'll put this one up. I don't wanna talk about this one. Sudi, could you talk a little bit about how to explain it when some part of the body is swollen and a not nice liquid comes out? Thanks. Our bodies do strange things but sometimes a part of your body might swell up so it's bigger than normal and then it might ooze what we call pus, okay? I don't wanna talk about it too much because it just makes me feel gross but sometimes part of your body will swell up. It will be swollen And then liquid will come out. Not blood like a a yellow or other colored liquid and we would call that pus and we would say it's oozing. So, you would say to the doctor, my arm is swollen and it's it's oozing this gross pus. It's just uh bodies. Bodies are weird. Let's see. Julia says, yeah. Seo Wu says, is it the same meaning wound and injury? Yes. So, a wound and an injury are very similar. Although, a wound would be a lot more like if you had a cut or if your body um like if you had something hit you and then your the skin had been broken so you had a cut. We would say that's a wound. An injury can be something like you know you have a sore knee where nothing traumatic has happened. Uh Julia, yes. I always feel my knee when the weather changes. Yes, definitely. Um the more injuries you get in life after they heal Later in life when the weather changes, you might feel that injury again. Let's see here. Richard P has a question about COVID. Hi, Bob. Hope you're doing well. How does the COVID situation in Canada evolve? Are there any restrictions now? In my country, there's many restrictions. I'm tired of it. So, I live in the province of Ontario, Canada. We are currently in a stay-at-home order. So, you're only allowed to leave your house for groceries and for medicine. And if you have a job that's considered essential, you're allowed to leave your home. Otherwise, everyone else is asked to stay at home and this is for 28 days and it started yesterday. We were already in what you would call a lockdown. It wasn't as severe. It's more strict now. Yes, for sure. Um Julia wrote the word weather wrong. Everybody does that, Julia. I don't know why we have two words. Just makes it harder. Uh thank you for understanding my question. No problem. SEO Wu says thank you. And then Semra says, hello, Bob. What is the emotional pain name? Do you use the word or phrase for rude words of pain? Thank you. So, you can feel pain as well. Like, you can have heartache. Heartache does not mean your heart hurts. It means that you you love someone and they don't love you. So, you're like, you're sad. So, we would call that heartache. Um we would say that people um Yeah, how would we describe this? We have mental health. When you when you don't feel good mentally, so there's no pain, you just aren't excited about life. We would say that you're having mental health problems. Um so, yes, we do express you know after someone dies, you can feel a lot of pain because you miss them. So, we do use the word pain to describe things that aren't physical injuries but more emotional for sure. Let's see here. Um that was Semra Annette. Hope the weather's good where you are. Yes, thanks Annette. Julia, I think Julia has the same weather as me over there. Um Lolly, curfew at 6 p.m. in France. Yes, that's we don't have a curfew but I think 
it's coming. I definitely think it's coming. Um Aliona says, what is the difference between pain and hurt? Um so, like I said at the beginning, you can have pain. You can be hurt, okay? So, if I if I'm running and I fall down, I might hurt my arm. So, I would say I hurt my arm when I fell down. My arm is hurt. I feel pain in my arm or I have arm pain. They're all just slightly different ways of expressing that you are hurt. Gotta make sure I finish this lesson on time. Let's see here. Krishna says, how is the best way to tell professionally the reason for pain? So, I'm gonna correct this a bit. How what is the best way to tell a professional where it hurts or where you have pain um or for an injury? Is there a difference in telling for both of us? Thank you. So, I think what I'm understanding here is what I mentioned at the beginning. You would say, I have um I have a sore arm. My arm hurts. I have pain in my arm. If you were talking for another person or for two people, you would say, um, you know, we have back pain or you could say, we were in an accident and we both hit our head and we both have pain in our head. Um so, basically, you would if you go back to the beginning of the lesson, I talked about sore and pain and hurt. Those are the ways you would talk about your pain. Let's see here. Andrea, how often do you go to the doctor for a checkup? Like for example, blood analysis even if you don't have any symptoms. Thank you. So, at my age, I would normally go to the doctor once a year even if there's nothing wrong with me, okay? And we call it a physical. You go in for a physical once a year. When you're younger, you go in for a physical every five or ten years. But when you get older, you start to go for a physical once a year. At your physical, your doctor will check your weight. The doctor will check your height because as you get older, you actually shrink a bit. Uh, They will take blood and they will just do a brief examination and ask you some questions about your lifestyle and how you're eating and exercising. So, in Canada, um someone my age would go to the doctor once a year for a checkup and that checkup is called a physical as well. Let's see here. Let me switch off the members only chat. Thank you to my members for being here and for chatting. You guys are awesome. Let me back up to make sure I finish them. It starts tomorrow says Norman Bob listening from Mexico. Hi, J uh GJ. That's cool. Um I hope to visit Mexico someday. In the winter would be a good time. Julia says, hi, Annette. We have about minus 17 degrees and a lot of snow but it doesn't feel bad, half bad. I wish we had that here, Julia. That would be really nice actually for me. Uh let me do one more question. Please tell me if you su- oh, this is from Andy by the way. Please tell me if you suddenly needed to call an ambulance to your farm. Little correction there. How long would it take? Will you have to pay for the call? So, it would take about 15 minutes for the ambulance to get here if we called the ambulance. Um do we would not need to pay for the call if it was decided that it was an important and an, and that it was a medical emergency. If they if someone called the ambulance every time they had a headache, eventually they would have to pay for the ambulance. They would say, look, you you just have a headache. You can't call the ambulance every time you have a headache. But we've called the ambulance twice since we've lived here. We've lived here 25 years, I think. Um we called the ambulance once for me. I had kidney stones so bad that I thought something was horribly wrong with me. Um I ended up I had a kidney stone on each side at the same time. Uh and we called the ambulance once for my daughter because she had a seizure. A seizure is when um I don't wanna act one out because it's not pleasant but it's when your eyes roll back and your body starts to shake. That was a long time ago. Um but yes, you uh the ambulance is free if it's for a regular medical emergency. Um Calif says, hello, Mr. Bob. Can can Canadians buy medicines from pharmacies without medical prescriptions? No. So, there's two kinds of medicines, okay? There's over-the-counter medicine and then there's medicine you have to buy by prescription, okay? Um 
let me just double check this to make sure. Sometimes you guys ask questions and then I'm like, why do we call it that? Um, yes. So, an over-the-counter medicine you can go and buy. So, ibuprofen, aspirin, Advil, Tylenol, those types of things. Um, some cold medicines as well. But all other medicines you need a prescription from your doctor. Your doctor needs to tell the pharmacy what you need and then they will give it to you. So, that's an important distinction between the two. Hey, we should uh, get back to this lesson though, shouldn't we? So, sometimes you have what's called a pulled muscle. So, sometimes when you go running, sometimes when you lift something heavy, sometimes when you um when you play a sport that you haven't played for a long time, you will have your muscle hurt. So, your muscle is like this is my bicep, this is my tricep. The muscles are what make your arm move. Um um so, uh, basically a pulled muscle is when you do something and then your muscles hurt for a few days afterwards. It's a fairly minor injury, a pulled muscle but sometimes uh, like I pulled a muscle last summer when I was working on the farm and then I pulled a leg muscle and then I just couldn't walk for about four or five days. Sorry, that's not true. I could walk. I couldn't go for a walk for exercise for four or five days. Hopefully, you understood the difference. But a pulled muscle is not a nice feeling. You might also get what's called a charley horse or a muscle spasm. This is very, very brief but very, very painful, okay? So, a charley horse or muscle spasm is sudden pain in your muscle for about one or two minutes and then it goes away. Sometimes you get a charley horse uh, again when you do something that you don't normally do. Maybe you decide you're going to play Uh, football with your kids and you haven't played football for a couple years, you might get a sudden charley horse in your one of your leg muscles because you haven't done it for a while. Um let me see here. Okay. So, um sometimes you break a bone or you have a fracture. We have two names for it. Again, when I was younger, I broke my wrist. I actually broke I guess you could say my arm but I broke the bone right right behind the wrist here. I keep saying I broke my wrist but the wrist is really a joint. I actually broke one of the bones in my arm. So, I had a fracture. I had a broken bone. Um I had to get an x-ray and then they put a cast on. We'll talk about that later. Sometimes, you can dislocate your shoulder. So, your shoulder can actually pop out of its socket and then they have to put it back in again. I have never had a dislocated shoulder but at school, one of my coworkers was playing football with the students and he fell on the ground and dislocated his shoulder. So, his arm was actually hanging down here and then he went to the hospital and then they popped it back in. I don't like talking about it. It looked really, really painful and it looked very strange. He had dislocated his shoulder. Um a dislocated shoulder isn't as bad as it looks. Um usually they just pop it back in and they'll probably make you have your arm in a, a sling for a few days. Um but yeah, that did not look good. Um I didn't want to have a lot of blood in this lesson, so I found the the smallest cut possible for this picture. Sometimes you're using a knife in the kitchen and you might cut yourself. Um and there can be more serious cuts but a cut is when something sharp breaks your skin and you start to bleed. So, you might have a cut. So, again, you might be at the doctor saying, um hey, I was working in the kitchen and I cut my finger and it's a really deep cut. When you have a really deep cut, the doctor might put stitches in. The doctor might get a needle and thread just like you're sewing clothes and they might put stitches in to your cut. Um I think Sean Mendes has a song called Stitches. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the same thing though. Um you might be playing outside or running outside and fall down and then when your skin slides along the pavement on the road or on the gravel on your driveway, you might get a scrape. Kids often get scrapes when they're playing in the playground. Um so they might uh they might be running in the playground and they might fall down a lot. 
and then they might have they might scrape their elbows or scrape their knees. It's very common for children to have scrapes. And then we also have what's called a bruise. So, a bruise happens when you know if something hit you really hard then a day later or later that same day you might have a bruise. A bruise is like a brown or black spot where I think it's from you probably were bleeding under your skin and then it when it's after a while that just turns a brown color and then it's a bruise will slowly disappear. After my heart surgery for some reason my left arm had bruises. The whole arm was bruised and it took about two months for that to go away. I think because yeah, I'm not sure what they needed to do. Um I'm not a heart surgeon so I don't know but a bruise looks like that. Um if you have a simple cut, you might just put a bandage on it. We have a box of bandages in our house. Most people do. If our kids have a small cut, they might put a bandage on the cut. So, the cut that you see here, that's a cut where you might just put a bandage on it. We also call it a band-aid. Bandage and band-aid are the same thing. Um but definitely when you yes, definitely when you have a cut, especially if it won't stop bleeding, you will often put a bandage or a band-aid on it. Um when you pull a muscle or when you hurt yourself playing a sport, you might you might just put an ice pack on it, okay? Often when um athletes twist their ankle or maybe they uh hurt their knee a little bit they might sit on the side of the court or playing field and just put an ice pack on it so the ice pack is cool and it makes the injury feel a little bit better it also stops swelling swelling is when things get bigger so if you were playing volleyball and you hurt your elbow and you would say oh i have a sore elbow i hurt my elbow you might put an ice pack on it. You would stop playing volleyball and put an ice pack on it because you want it to you don't want it to swell up. So, you would put an ice pack on it. By the way, this lesson is not a lesson where you get medical advice. It's just where you learn the words you need to learn to talk about these things in English. So, don't quote me on any of my things. If you twist your ankle, um you might end up on crutches. Um when I twisted my ankle as a kid, I was on crutches for a little bit. Uh crutches are what you see right there. Um I think they're béqui en français. I think so. Sometimes I don't know all the words. They just they're in my head somewhere. Um but you might end up on crutches. Um this person doesn't has what's called an air cast. So um there are various things you might do with a twisted ankle. You might simply wrap it. Um you might put a cast on it. Usually, there's no cast but you might have what's called an air cast which is a cast that you can take off and put back on again. Um Madi says, I have first aid in my car. It's always good to have a first aid kit somewhere. We have a small first aid kit here in our house um for sure. Annette says, yes, Bicky. Yes, thanks, Annette. It you know, it's one of those words that you don't use very often. So, like there's word when you learn a language, there's words you use a lot and then there's words you use like once every five years. <laughs> so, sometimes it's hard to remember. Um going back to having a broken bone or a fracture, when you go to the hospital, it would go like this. The doctor would say, so, what can I help you with? Where does it hurt? And you would say, I, th- I think I broke my arm. <laughs> I I have a lot of pain in my arm and the doctor would say, well, we're gonna send you for an x-ray and then they would send you either to a different building or another part of the hospital. You would get an x-ray and then they would say, yep, it looks like you need a cast. So, one of the cool things about casts now is that you can get different color casts. I'm not sure if you can in your country but in Canada, you can choose what color cast you want. When I was a kid and I got a cast, it was white. When my daughter got a cast about five or six years ago, I think she chose pink or purple. It was pink, I think. So, she could choose what color she wanted. I thought that uh was pretty cool. Uh let's see here. Um after you injure yourself, you will often have what's called physiotherapy. Physiotherapy is where someone helps you do exercises 
so that your body works properly again. So, if you broke your arm or you dislocated your shoulder, you might actually go for physiotherapy for a couple of weeks and then they will help you learn you know how to lift small weights and to use elastic bands to strengthen or to return your body to normal. The person who does physiotherapy is called a physiotherapist. So, the man you see in this picture is a physiotherapist and the woman is at physiotherapy. The short form that we use is just physio. So, we'll say something like um oh, so you were in a car accident and you hurt your neck and you hurt your arm and your leg. Did you go for physio afterwards? And the person will say, yeah, I was in physio for about six weeks. So, physiotherapy is where you go. It's after you've gone to the doctor after they've done everything to make you better but you still need to kind of fix your body to be ready for real life. You need to make sure your joints work properly. You need to rebuild your muscles. After my heart surgery, I was in physiotherapy for eight weeks um and so, I went and they helped me get back into tip-top shape. So, that's what physiotherapy is. Um I just wanna end on this. Uh, just a repeat of symptoms, diagnosis and treatment. So, when you have something wrong with you, when you are injured or sick, you would describe your symptoms to the doctor. The doctor might say, what are your symptoms? And you would say, oh, um my arm really hurts and I have trouble opening and closing my hand. Those would be your symptoms. You might say, I have a fever and a stuffed up nose. Those are your symptoms. The diagnosis is when the doctor decides what's wrong with you and the treatment is when the doctor decides what to do about it, okay? So, the doctor might diagnose you with a broken arm. The doctor might diagnose you with having um let's see like a bad cold and then the treatment would be they would say you need a cast or you need to take these antibiotics or you need to take this medicine, okay? So, symptoms are what you describe to the doctor. Uh the diagnosis is the doctor deciding what exactly is wrong with you and then treatment comes after that. Hey, let's jump over to the questions. Uh that's the uh major part of the lesson is done. I know I talked a lot today about the lesson and I didn't answer a lot of questions but I will do that right now. Just give me a sec. Let me see how many questions we have. I can finish these for sure. Let's get through these. Um Kung says, hello, teacher Bob. How are you doing? How can I use pain or ache on my body? So, again, you would describe things like I have a sore finger. I have pain in my finger. My finger hurts. You could say I I I just have like some aches. That's like general pain through your whole body and again, like I mentioned earlier, we don't often use the word ache. I think the way we use the word ache is this. When you have a fever, sometimes your body aches as well, okay? So, that would just be where your body just feels you just have a little bit of pain everywhere. We would use the word ache there. Uh let me see here. Um I'm gonna skip the next one. Chow says, hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. You are the best teacher. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Chow. So, what is the difference between fever, ill and sick? Thank you. So, a fever is when your body temperature is high. Ill and sick mean the same thing. It's when you're just not feeling good. We use the word sick a lot more than we use the word ill, okay? We do use the word ill a little bit but they mean the same thing and we usually use the word sick. Um So, here we go. Chenglin. Hi, Bob. First time asking questions. May I ask how to describe the pain from the heart? How many kinds of heartache in English? I don't know how to describe it to a doctor. So, first of all, heartache is an emotional or romantic feeling, okay? It's not a physical pain in your heart. When you experience heartache, it means you love someone and they don't love you back, okay? Or maybe you do love them and they love you back. So, it's more about love. When you describe pain with your heart, generally it's this. You have shortness of breath. So, you're like (sighs) that shortness of breath. You might feel like there's a weight on your chest. 
That's where you're it just feels very heavy here. That's a common feeling when you have a problem with your heart. You might have heart palpitations. That's when your heart beats really strong and you can feel it. You can feel your heart beating. You might have like what's called angina which is pain in your chest and it's from your heart. So, if you're feeling extreme pain in your chest from your heart, it's called angina. Um and then lastly, you might have a racing heart where your heart beats really fast or an irregular heartbeat. So, I'm not sure uh Changlin exactly which you're experiencing but those are some of the more common ones. Uh Saddam says, hey, could you please help to understand about the difference between he was injured, he had been injured and he so first of all, the last one, he injured actually means he's doing it to someone else. Like he injured the dog. That'd be mean but when you say he injured, he's that person's actually hurting someone else. He was injured means that in the past, something happened and he something happened that caused him pain or injury and then he had been injured. You know, we usually would use that in a sentence like, you know, he had been injured many times um but this is more of a grammar question, Saddam. So, it's hard to explain quickly but there's a few example sentences for you. Um let's see here. I should say hi to the 591 people watching. Um I'm going a little over time today to finish the questions. This was a lesson everybody on pain and injury. How to describe what's wrong with you to the doctor. I will be done in about five minutes. So, stick around. Um Zira, I'm wondering what procedure both includes and involves health insurance in Canada. So, all Canadian citizens have health uh insur- well, it's not called health insurance but we all have free health care provided by the government. We pay for it with our taxes. James, headache and migraine. Is there a difference? Yes. A headache is milder than a migraine. A migraine is more severe is a more severe form of a headache. So, they're both headaches but a a headache is like the general term and it's used for some like mild pain where you just take some pills and it goes away. A migraine is a much more severe headache. So, I forgot to mention this word. So, I'm word. So, I'm glad that Ala Alamad, I think I pronounced it right this time in a lesson last week on my short English channel. I think I said Alamad but I think it's Ala Alamad. I hope I did it right. Let me know in the chat. What's the difference between sprained and twisted ankle and diseases, illness or sickness? So, I didn't talk about a sprained ankle but a twisted ankle and a sprained ankle are the same thing. I should have had a slide for sprain. So, you can have a sprained ankle or a twisted ankle, same thing. Um diseases are things that spread from person to person. An illness is something that spreads from person to person and a sickness is something that spreads from person to person. Um so, they're all very similar except that an illness can also be something that you don't get from another person, okay? So, your body itself can be sick or ill. So, if you had cancer, you could say I'm ill, I have cancer. You didn't get cancer from someone else. You could say, oh, I'm not feeling well. Um you know, I have I don't know the name of everything but you could have a certain sickness. So, diseases are generally things that spread from people to people. Although, can can is cancer a disease? You know, I think they're all very similar for sure. Um Mohammed says, hello. Trying to speak English properly. Hello, dear teacher. Sorry but how could I get your pamphlet and your PDF lesson which sometimes you used in your video? So, these slides, Mohammed, if you want a copy of these slides, this video comes out again in two days, a shorter version of this video where I take the user questions out and the PDF of all those slides is in the description. So, if you go back to last week and you look at the bathroom lesson only version, in the description of that video, there's a link to the PDF with all the slides. Um let's see here. Where am I? I'm getting close. Getting close. Lee. Hi, Bob. I want to know if people in your country will invite their friends to sign their cast. Why? I think it's fun. Does it have some special meaning? Thank you, Bob. So, people do this. If you break your arm and you get a cast, 
people get their friends to sign their cast. I don't know why they do it but people do it. It's kind of fun and it's kind of cool. Uh Ken says, hi Bob. Are sore and pain the same meaning? There's slightly different usage, right? Like I have a sore arm. I have pain in my arm. My arm is sore. I have arm pain. So, they're just little variations of describing something that hurts. <laughs> Dr. Nick. So, Dr. Nick is here and says, hi everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick here with a word of the day. Anesthesiologist. Bye for now. So, an anesthesiologist is the person that puts you to sleep before you have surgery. So, we use the phrase to be put to sleep. When I had heart surgery, the anesthesiologist put something in me that made me go to sleep and then they fixed my heart. So, thanks Dr. Nick. That was very nice of you. And Dr. Nick had the last question of the day. So, I did all the questions. Thank you so much. Hey, there are 605 people here. If you're new here, this was an English lesson about aches and pains and injuries and things that are sore and things that hurt. You should click that subscribe button if you're new here. Thank you so much to everybody who was watching today. I'm glad the live stream worked and we didn't have any problems because I was worried about that. Um I do wanna say a couple of things. Thanks to Todd and Dave once again for moderating the chat. Thanks to all of you for being awesome. I'm just assuming you're all awesome people and I hope this helped you have just some vocabulary and some phrases you can use if you did have to go to the doctor and speak English, okay? I hope it's helpful. I, of course, didn't cover everything. It's not possible to cover everything. I missed things like I see someone talking about labor pain. Like, when a woman is about to have a baby, they have labor pain. So, they have a, you know, they need to go to the hospital and have the baby. Um, I see in the chat, oh, I missed another one. That's okay. Anyways, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for learning a bit of English. Don't forget this lesson will come out again in two days. A shorter version with just the slides. No user questions and it's great to watch it again just to review. Put it on in the kitchen while you're cooking supper. Uh listen to it in your car off of your phone um but it's just a good thing to do to reinforce what you have learned um and I think that really really helps. Bye everybody. Have a good day. I'll see you tomorrow with a question and answer English lesson at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, if you wanna ask questions about this crazy language, come again tomorrow. A little bit later than this one. It's at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope to see you there. Bye. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.